Welcome to Global River Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit globalriver.org forward slash resources. Mercy. I was telling Bishop that I've been in Africa 16 years, but I'm never going to be African. But I am African-American. But yeah, I like what Tony prayed this morning in the, in the prayer room. Um, we're not here to complain. We're here to, to rejoice in victory. Because we could all do a lot of complaining, I know. And I might tell a story or two that sounds like I'm complaining, but I'm not. I'm just telling a story. <laughs> but the few uh, weeks that I've been coming here, it was not a mistake uh, that when I came that Bishop was doing a series on faith, and it was kind of like going back to basics, not kind of like, it was like going back to basics, and I needed that, I needed to increase my faith, because the things that we're doing are, are way more than I can do, and that's a good sign in a way, because if, it was, if I could do it, then that probably would mean I'm doing it, but it, it, the, the things are so big, it is so big, that you, you just don't know. <laughs> and some of the things are happening that mainly Andrea would pray and say, this is going to happen. And me being more Western-minded and more practical-minded and keeping up with the checkbook, I would say, you're out of your mind. This is just no way. This, this is no way this is going to happen. And she gets mad at me still yesterday. Whenever I go, this is crazy. This is not going to happen. Well, things, those, some of those things are starting to happen, and it's a miracle. It's only God. Yeah. Whenever uh, in uh, the mission, how it started, I, I don't want to go too far back when I was amoeba, like I was telling, when I was an amoeba in Burgall in the swamps, and I got Joy and, and uh, her husband here today. They're from uh, Penderley, or Atkins. <laughs> I'm so happy that they're here. Because we grew up together, so I can't lie too much. <laughs> but it, can any good thing come out of Burgall? <laughs> so, when, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I started going to this church. Uh, I didn't want to do church again the way I used to do it. And I wanted something different. And these people were a little crazy. If you notice today, they're still kind of crazy. And... They started doing mission trips, and then they'd come back and do testimonies about healing. And I was like, I would get angry. I said, well, I don't really want to hear about it. I want to see it, and I want to see it here. And I signed up for the mission thing and, and do it if you get the chance because it will break, out, break you out of a mold. And I went to Brazil, and I saw uh, demons leave people in Jesus' name with me saying it, which was new to me. And I saw people get healed. I mean, people that were manifesting, spinning, and veins popping out of necks, doing crazy things. And I would be going, get out in Jesus' name. Like in those dreams when you're dreaming and you can't run. You know, it's kind of the way I felt. And, and people were running everywhere. Oh, it was crazy. Well, that, that kicked me off into knowing that I was going to do something different. But it went all the way back to when I was about six years old, maybe five years old. Now, I wanted to have, keep the children in here today, but I forgot to tell you. Um, 
I was in that small church in Burgall, and, and they're not intellectual, but we had a cousin, step-uncle something, that was in the Philippines. And he would come dressed in Philippine clothes. He was from Wilmington, North Carolina. He, he, and he would, had four slides, maybe. And uh, oh, th- uh, sorry, the other quick-time movie is one that you can show. This is sort of stopped. But um, he would have like four slides. I might have been five or six, I remember. And I told my parents, I'm going to do that. And of course, they immediately, oh, get out, you're out of your mind. Get that out of your mind. You're not going to do it. And, and then you forget about it, and you go to high school, and then you go to college, and you get a job, and you really do forget about it. But there were, this church got behind going to, to Mozambique. We went to a conference in Harrisburg or somewhere, and, and Heidi Baker spoke and said, God don't want your money. He wants you to get in the offering plate. And that took me, and it kind of hit me. Bill was there, Rich White, and we all got in the offering plate, and it took about a year to actually leave. So in that year's time, there was plenty of room to back out. And, and I had a job and, and was thinking about the future, and maybe, maybe I'm not supposed to go. But I, I would watch Rich and his family selling their materials, their house, their cars, Bill giving up everything. And I had no excuse. I was single and, and no real responsibilities. And I kept looking at them and going, I guess this is going to happen. And I committed to six months and went to Pemba, Mozambique, because in the north part of Mozambique, where Heidi has a huge base now, it was probably five missionaries when we got there. And within a year, we had 125 children. We had three sleeping in the same bed, bunk beds. It was just crazy. And it, I don't know if you've seen Heidi or know Heidi, but she was, was like Andreas. She's just like Andrea, really creative and visionary. So she would say, build a house here, and, and I want 40 children in it in, in a month. And there I go again saying, this is impossible. This is not going to happen. And somehow, way, shape, or form, it would happen. Maybe three were in the bed. Maybe we didn't have windows and doors. So it helped me to kind of take away these limits that, that I put on things, that we all put on things. And... I, th- I think that's sort of what we all sort of need to, to, to grab out of us is, is not to limit yourself. In this church, since I've been here, I see a lot of teachers and pastors and pro- prophets and, and, and meat eaters. And I don't know, how many people have never, don't know anything about me and Andrea? Never seen us before. Okay, so... So most, most of you have been here, and most of you are of some sort of meat eater. Because <laughs> I can see that it's almost like every time somebody would preach, there would be four or five people finishing the sentences as they were preaching. So I'm no theologian. theologian. I'm nothing highly educated on the Bible, but I am on the ground. I'm, in, in, I'm with the people, and it gives me no... Uh, credits or no level of, of, of status, it just means that's what I'm doing. And that's just like with you, wherever you're working and whatever you're doing, that's your area. And my disciples are the people I work with every day. They're the people that see me crying when I'm struggling and, and, and having a hard time with finances or 
or trying to uh, build something. Speaking of building something, that's what we're doing a lot of now. Uh, you could start those slides. I think I'm just going to let them go. And uh, if anybody has any questions or anything, say something because I think we just need to be a little closer than it feels like it's a, it's a little distance here. So let's just get together a little bit. Um, say something. <laughs> Mozambique's a long ways away. And it's, uh, it's not uh, easy to get to. It's not easy to get out of, and while you're there, it's it's a uh, it's a heavy place, and there's a lot of witchcraft. There's it's it's a, a Muslim area where we are. Um, I, I hope I'm not saying that wrong because everybody says of another faith, but that's what they are. They're they're mainly, mainly Islam, and there's a lot of witchcraft because it's traditional medicine. Everything is mixed in. It's just, it's just is what it is. It's traditional, traditional medicine because that's how everybody grows up. Um, we, we are finally getting to one of the things that Andrea literally prophesied about, um, micro-businesses. I've tried growing eucalyptus trees. The fire, uh, forest fire burns them all down. I've tried uh, planting coconut trees, and people steal them before they get a meter high. I've tried doing stores and um, like little little markets, uh, rice and beans or whatever, selling products for people to buy. And for some reason or another, it would fail. They would spend their seed, and it would never keep going. Well, now, I'm, I'm telling you this just because I want you to, to come with me on this journey. Because we are uh, doing uh, what you would call a lodge. And these the, some of these photographs are houses that I was forced to build because the government came along and said, you're going to lose your land unless you do tourism. And you're a foreigner, and you can't just build a house and have land. You have to produce something on that land. And I tried doing coconut trees, but it, it didn't work out. So we've started building houses, and my initial intent is for you to come to stay free, donate if you want, and minister to the people in my area. I need worshipers. I need uh, builders. I need anybody doing anything. Even if you sit on a stool and pray all day, it would be more than what I have. Because I'm there. People, can't, people think I'm crazy or that I own a gun. Because I stay out there. And it's not ugly. It's a pretty place. But pretty lasts about two weeks. And you get lonely. And it's isolated. And let me tell you this. I had a group, a government group, was going to stay there last week. They were going to fill every bed. And they went out there, and it was at night. And the generator wasn't started, so it was dark. And they, there were policemen, military, and other guests. They walked around the land. They came back to my manager and said, it's too dangerous. And they left. They wouldn't stay. They were too afraid to, to stay because it, they had a security issue that, and they couldn't secure it. So it's interesting where I'm at. It's interesting what I'm doing. It is a different thing. Um, it, it's been two years since I've been here. So in the last two years, we've gone from, I've gone from not being able to tell you because I didn't know how to we're doing it. And when we went back to Mozambique two years ago in September in 2017, people started coming. 
And just because they saw me occupying an area, people would come with a tent and want to know, can I stay here? So it suddenly, it just started. It forced me to do it, even though I didn't want to do it. Andrea's more gifted at, she was a nutritionist, so we had to start a restaurant. Uh, it's all bush. It's all open air. It's all very rough. The, the houses don't have power, and they don't have showers. You have to use bucket showers. And I've been doing that for five years, the last five years. We finally got running water when I was in Pemba, but now I've gone back to bucket shower. I can take a shower with five gallons of water. Andrea can take a shower with 25 gallons of water. But, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> but every ounce of that water has to be brought in. And I've had 20 women that would bring me all the water in five-gallon buckets on their head. And also, in, in addition to that, I pay trucks to come in whenever I really need a, water, a lot of water if I'm building stuff with cement. Um, so, yeah, what Elliot Tepper, is that the correct pronunciation? Elliot Tepper was in this church in maybe 2004 or five or so, and we came back from Africa, and he was up here speaking about his ministry, and he has a ministry in Spain, but now that I've done a little research recently, he's grown all over the world. He's 22 nations. He's huge, Elliot Tepper. At that time, he was in Madrid, Spain, and he would bring in heroin addicts off the street, and he had thrift stores. And he said at that time, he was 80% self-funded. And that thing stuck with me because raising funds as a missionary is very difficult. And for us to be have, having been doing this for 16 years is a major miracle because it don't happen that way. It, it usually is not how it goes. And to be building something, some, some months I would have $50 to build, but I would build. And if I couldn't build, I'd make a path. I'd, I'd, I'd design something out of sand. I'd mix a little bit of cement. I would do something to improve the the ambient where I was to make it look like somebody's living there. Put up fences with bamboo. This is a major project, guys. You've got to come. I'm telling you, just come for a week. <laughs> I'm sorry? Amen. Amen. <laughs> People are always come, already coming. You can see uh, in, the, in the early days, I had Peace Corps groups that would come. Uh, I had Iris Ministries would do outreaches. And they would send 40 people with tents, and they'd camp and minister to the village beside us. And these, this started planting or confirming this, the, the work. It, I started seeing it. It came to me, and I would go, okay, this is what we're doing. I can talk about this now. This is okay. Now, what, what this is doing is where I'm at, there's, these people are a forgotten village. And politically, location, or something through the years, they are the outcast. And I'm their friend. And God put us in there, planted us in there. The first man I had uh, to guard that land had asthma and died. And I was in Pemba, which is where we started with Heidi. We're 250 miles south again now. And we were in Pemba. They called me and said, Frederico died. We got in the truck at 3 o'clock in the morning and drove there. We bought boards, we bought sheets, and went to the village and helped them bury this man, but not without me praying for him first, and he didn't move. But um, 
it didn't stop me from trying. And people were seeing that we were different. And that just solidified us in with this village. Because they went, well, these people are different. They, they seem to care or, or, or there's something about them. So doing that and then staying there, I slept in a tent until it dry rotted. That, it was about a year's worth of tent sleeping. Andrea was able to teach in a university about four and a half hours away, so she didn't have to endure it quite as much. But I can only take about 15 or 20 days of that, and then you need a break. Then I built a house, and I had no, no windows, no doors, and, and I stayed in that for a year or so. Now, with the solar power, uh, I have power. I need two more units, but I have power. I have freezers. The restaurant is, uh, has power, and we're starting to receive guests. Anyway, um, this area is, like Tom was saying earlier, is full of malaria. And when it starts raining, there's a lot of malaria. Andrea and I have gone through this, but I'm not going to complain about it. We're going to go forward. We're not going to worry about it anymore. We're over malaria. On we go. Cholera is another thing. Um, when it starts raining, the, the entire village, maybe three, 4,000 people, there's four mosques in the village. And when it starts raining, there's, there, nobody has plumbing. There's no bathrooms. So you either go to the bathroom on the beach or you go to the bathroom in the mangrove forest, the swamp. And that causes a problem with drinking water. And two years ago, uh, yeah, it was two years ago when, I, when we first went back, um, the girl that helps Andrea clean the house came to work and said, my son is sick. Um, can I get a can of tonic water? Oh, sure. So when she went home at 2 o'clock in the afternoon with a can of tonic water, as soon as she got home, she called back and said he's dead. So he had diarrhea that morning and vomiting, and by the time she got home, he had already dehydrated and died. So cholera, it goes fast. Well, nobody knew anything. We didn't know what to do, really. I mean, it's just somebody died. And then... Uh, Within two days, three, three more people would die. So everybody goes, it's cholera. So now the truck, I'm taking that child to another village to have him buried. While I'm there, I go get somebody that's already at the hospital that's died, and I take them back to that village. They bury them. Then I get somebody else and take them to the hospital. It's like we're just, when sickness and things start happening, we're the ones because we're the only ones there available. And it... It's very important to, be, to live with these people, to be not just evangelizing and going to your safe place, but to be with them and to be suffering with them. It cost me. It cost me a lot. I mean, I've lost certain teeth <laughs> because I stayed there too long. I knew it was cracked, and I was in pain. I never left, didn't leave, came back here, and they went, hey, Liam, you, just, you messed up, and they pull it. Um, I've had malaria. I don't know the condition of my liver. I don't know because it affects your liver. The medication affects your liver. Um, I didn't even know how gray my hair was and how wrinkled I was for two years until I came back here and the nice lighting in the bathrooms and the mirrors. I was like, what? <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> there's some good things about it. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah, one of our dreams and hopes is, is that this lodge will, we already employ four, four, four full-time people in addition to maybe 20 more part-time and contract-type workers. 
that's providing a living for them. It's also providing them exposure to discipleship, to Jesus. Because, yes, you can evangelize. Because I did this for the first 10 years I was there. I would do the Jesus film. I would do evangelism. 2,000 people would come. Uh, the microphone work it. I would give it to somebody else, and they would preach. 2,000 people would come up and, Jesus, I want Jesus. And they would get saved, or at least they said they were. And then you pack up and you leave. Well, it's, it's different. It's like being here. <laughs> Whenever you are, are the pastor and, and you see the people are saved, maybe some of them aren't really 100% saved, or maybe they're doing things that in their life they shouldn't be. When all my people have received Jesus. When Ramadan comes, they do Ramadan. Because the, the, it's almost like doing Christmas lights here. I mean, everybody's going to do Christmas lights, whether you're a Christian or not, or even if or Christmas lights Christian. So the, the social pressure of them to stay in their religion, or even witchcraft, is, is difficult to come all the way out of it. And, and it's only through discipleship. It says make disciples. And, and that's sort of the hard part. Um, it, but it's the, it's, the, it's the best part. Now, um, Andreas, I'll put you follow all my stories or help us see here for the Bible amazing. Bye for the Bible. Well, she said, okay, I was going to tell some stories, but she said go through the Bible, which is probably a good thing. Now, okay, I did some cards, some business cards, and I lightly, more or less, put on there Hebrews 6.19. So turn to Hebrews 6.19. You have to be careful when you put stuff on things like this. You know. It would have been a lot easier, easier for me if I'd have, if I'd have put uh, John 3.16, you know, God's love the world, <laughs> he gave his only begotten son, and he believed in him. And then everybody understands it, everybody knows, and it's simple. It's kind of simple. Well, I thought this was pretty simple whenever I thought of it, because, you know, I came here a couple years ago, I don't even know when it was, and preached, and I had an anchor. Y'all remember that? I don't know if some of you saw it. And, and I, come on, Huh? Ali, Mazainda, Ali Ambassador. And I was using the anchor, you know, you, you set the anchor in Jesus, and it's, it's secure. And, well, lo and behold, after that, uh, I had a sailboat as the logo. I changed the logo into the anchor because it was such a anchored thing. It was anchored in Jesus. It was anchored in, in what we all believe. Um, it's Hebrews 6.19. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters into the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. And then it stops. There's a comma there, but it stops. Well, that's all I had on the card. Well, in Mozambique, somebody said, what hope? Because we kind of know, because all you mediators know everything. Y'all could probably tell me, define it for me. What is this hope? Is a question I kept getting. The hope, and I and I said, well, it's hope in Jesus, uh, salvation in Jesus. And then I was kind of going, well, what is it, hope? You know. And then you go back and read this. Was, was I completely insane when I picked this? Because this Hebrews six. I mean, you talk about eating meat. I picked a verse out of a, a chapter that starts in Hebrews 1. Therefore, let us leave the elementary teachings about Christ 
and go on to the maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God. And then instruction about baptisms and laying on the hands, the resurrection of the dead, eternal judgment. And God permitting, we will do so. And so he was saying, you already should know all this. So we're going to dump that, and we're going to move on over to some, some real stuff that you need to concentrate on and learn. So whenever I was wondering about what that hope was, I kept saying, the obvious thing that is, is the hope in Jesus, the salvation, that we're, our hope is in Jesus. But when I looked back a little bit further there, it said that God made a, he swore by himself. Y'all, somebody's going to do a teaching on it, but it's not me. But, but I'm just going to coast around a little bit. So God swore by himself, if you can understand that, which is kind of hard to understand. Because we, we go, I swear to, or, so God swore by himself that he was going to promise Abraham to bless him. I'm going to promise Abraham, and God can't lie. So there's the hope. We have that hope that God's not going to lie. And God sent his son. He took, okay, let me have that anchor now. Dollar and quarter. Um, after that comma, it goes on to verse 20 and says, <laughs> where Jesus went before us. So, so Jesus was the, the forerunner with the anchor. Whenever we used to go scuba diving, a couple of us or one of us would we'd throw the anchor out, and then one of us would go down the anchor line and make sure it's hooked on something. So if we all, when we all went diving, the boat wouldn't go away. So, so we would, we would, one of us would go down and, if, and, and make sure it was secure and then go back up and go, bombers, everything's fine. So let me get this undone here. Um, Jesus took the anchor behind the curtain where God is. Jesus took and anchored up in the presence of God that we all can grab a hold of. Because we grab a hold of this hope. I don't know if we can throw it that way or maybe a little bit this way. Yeah. It's anchored firm and secure. It's not moving. It's not going anywhere. Let me get back on track. Where Jesus went before us, he has entered on our behalf. He, he has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. And then we all go, and the high priest is the order of Melchizedek. And then, and we leave Melchizedek laying over there. Well, since I put that on my card, I started thinking, well, I might need to know who Melchizedek is. <laughs> I didn't have a clue who Melchizedek was. Well, you know, Old Testament. Yeah, Old Testament. <laughs> He's in Old Testament. No way. Yeah. We just won't talk about it much. We're gone. But then, it, then, then what does God do? He includes a, an entire chapter on Melchizedek. But then he's mentioned 
two or three other times in, in the Old Testament, Melchizedek. So you go, well, my goodness, Melchizedek must be pretty important. But what he, what he, what he said was, forever in the order of Melchizedek. In the order of Melchizedek. What does that even mean? Well, most priests were Levites. And the order of Melchizedek, Melchizedek was a king of Salem, Jerusalem maybe, and Salem is peace. He was the king of peace. And Melchizedek is the king of righteousness, means righteousness. So he was, Melchizedek was the king of righteousness and he was the king of peace. And you want to know how important he really was? Because you can read it down there in number seven if you go on and y'all study that. Because somebody's going to teach it in here. I know they are. Um, what happened? Abraham went off to battle because Lot got in trouble. So Abraham went out there and he beat his enemy and brought Lot home and stole it. Well, didn't steal it, but it's kind of weird how in the Old Testament it was okay to kill everybody and take all our stuff. So he took all our stuff and, and he got Lot and they're going back. And they get up to Salem, and there, lo and behold, is Melchizedek. And Melchizedek came out. And what did Abraham do? Abraham's pretty important, right? He's like the man in the Bible, in the Old Testament. He's the father. And Melchizedek comes out. Abraham comes over and gives him 10%. He started tithing right there the first time. Melchizedek gave, I mean, Abraham gave Melchizedek. 10%. Who is he to get 10%? He's a king. Okay, we'll give him that. But then what did Melchizedek do? He, he did the first communion. He brought out the wine and the bread and blessed Abraham. He blessed Abraham. And you, in our mind, Abraham be blessing us. He'd be blessing everybody. He'd be blessing the king, certainly. But no, Melchizedek was higher than Abraham. Abraham had to respect him. And pay him, and Abraham stopped and received his blessing. So Jesus is that. Jesus, that's how important that little point is that we that I overlooked for however many years. I've been alive a long time. It's getting to be a lot longer than I thought it was. <laughs> so if something happens to me, I feel good. I've lived a good life. You know, I feel complete. You know, I'm just this little footnote. <laughs> that everything's fine, you know, Mozambique's dangerous, but coming to Wilmington yesterday in, in a hurry, uh, Scotts Hill was pretty dangerous, and, and Market Street was pretty dangerous, I missed a turn and had to go back, jeez, come on, <laughs> it's pretty dangerous, so I'm all right, I'm all right being in Mozambique, I'm okay, and, and people say, well, what would you do if you came back, and I don't know. I, I tried to, I tricked myself into thinking that I was coming back this time, just as a game. When I got on the airplane, I go, okay, you're going back for good. Sat on the airplane. I'd never been so uncomfortable on the airplane. I've never been so nervous, thinking about what are you going to do, what are you going to do. I was just, I was just uncomfortable, because I, I let myself think that I was coming back, just as a game. Well, I'm going back, Sunday. And I, it's all right. <laughs> it's good. And, and sometimes, I think I was telling Pastor Tom, I believe now, it, it was hard for me to leave here. It was very difficult. I mean, it was extremely difficult. I have to give a shout out to Bill and Rich White because they, 
talked me into going, even though I felt called. I felt, yes, I'm in the offering plate. You know, we're going, we're going to serve for six months in Mozambique. And still it was difficult. It was really hard because it meant letting go and putting everything in a box that I'm unpacking now after 16 years and trying to figure out what to do with it all. Uh, insurances. Thank goodness Global River's paying insurance. Uh, thank goodness Global River is behind me on a lot of things. Prayer, allowing me to, to sort of take the line and go. Um, there's not many, there's not many, many organizations that get to do what I do because I'm sort of independent. <clears throat> At the same time, I'm, I'm underneath. I'm underneath but independent. I, I'm doing what I feel needs to be done as it needs to be done and still submitted to the leadership here. So, Lord, there it was, that, um, that simple little verse that I put on the card. Turned out to be like something that just kept nagging me. It kept, it kept coming back for me to define what that was because, you know, whenever, even whenever I got here in the United States, somebody said, ask me something about um, that hope. You know, the hope, the hope in, in pause. And it, and it made me have to study some more and go back into it some more. So be careful what you put on your card. When I first got here, I got three words. Connection, gratitude, and care. I don't know why. It's just three words came to mind. And connection, as I started going into it a little bit, connections are so important. All of us here are connected. This is a major connection. The friends and family here, since I've been coming here and I've been hearing people speak and I've been hearing what people are doing in their homes on their front porches downtown Wilmington, uh, the, the ministries that are, that are happening in this church, and, and I'm amazed and impressed and, and like sometimes jealous a little bit because y'all can do it here. But it's, it's, it's really uh, a, a great connection to be part of something that, that there's not, not many people sitting around in this church that I know of, there's a lot of things that are happening. And long, a long time ago, whenever I, I did graphic design for 15 years and billboards and 20 years, maybe, and then I sold sofas for a year because I quit. I got tired, and I just wanted to do something different. So I was literally selling sofas, you know, you pick your fabric and pick your design, and 28 days it'll be here, and... and the, the guys that were doing the deliveries for me, connections. You have to be careful. You have to be careful how you're treating people. At the checkout counter, and people stocking the shelves, people cleaning the floors or whatever. You need to be careful. And one of my delivery guys, a fraternity brother that I didn't really care for, I didn't like him, I didn't dislike him. Well, all of a sudden, he sent me an email while I was in Mozambique because Facebook, we were able to contact and he said, uh, hey, man, I'm working for a nonprofit organization now that builds schools. Do you all need a school? So this is uh, it's an embryo. It's something that's, that's being born. It's going it, to, the, the village that we're in has one through six. And then if you want to go seventh through ninth, you have to walk two hours to the next level. 
And then if you wanted to go 10th to 12th, you have to walk about three hours to the next level. And that's one way. And so by the time people get sixth grade into the seventh grade, they don't really want to go to school anymore because you can go fishing or pick up shells or, you know, you can, you can sell enough to make enough for that day. And it's just discouraging. So one of the major things that we do is uh, we hand out school materials every term. Uh, we make sure every child has a notebook or two, pencils, paper, uh, erasers, and we give it individually to each child so there's no confusion on where this material is going. And we literally give it, this past year we gave out to 510 children. And the proceeds, yes, the proceeds from Namahamadi Lodge in December helped me pay for half of that. I paid for my workers' salaries, and I paid for half of the school materials. Where all this time, I've been going, please, I hope there's enough money just to buy this. In the beginning, it, Andrea just said, let's just do this. And I was just, no way. We can't buy all that, and that's going to be $200, $300. Well, we just need to try. So we tried, and I figured we'd do it once, and it'd be gone. Well, now, every, every year, where's Kent? Where's Kent and Andrea? Are they coming? You know, if school started and it's been three or four days, they're, they're wanting to know where's Kent and Andrea, where's the materials. Well, now the professors have gotten on and said, well, you know, we need whiteout, we need rulers, we need stuff. And, and so now they're going, hey, you give it to the children, what about us? I had a, a couple from Spain on vacation come and stay at Namahamadi Lodge for four days. Part of what we offer is to tour the village. Because I'm not wasting my time. I want people to see these people. And, I, and, and there also happens to be a well there, a water well, that Vasco da Gama dug in 1492. Not really, but maybe that, that era. When Columbus sailed the ocean blue and, and missed India and came to the United States, he got lost, and discovered Dominican Republic instead of Indians in America, Vasco da Gama left Portugal and went to Angola and then Mozambique, and he found India. He really went to India. Well, when he stopped in Mozambique, he colonized or started the colonization of Mozambique, and the capital, that original capital, happens to be in the same Bay Area where I'm at. So when people come from all over the world, they want to see the history of Mozambique. They want to see that island. So God has positioned us near a, a tourist attraction. So when people come to that, hallelujah, Jesus, come Holy Spirit, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain, Jesus, y'all know, God knows. So when people come to that tourist attraction, they accidentally come and see me because they want to see a private beach. Well, two of those guests came, took a tour of the village and said, well, you know, that school is lacking so many things. How can we help? These are not Christian people. How can we help? And I said, well, they need this, they need this, they need this. And they went, boom, boom. Gave me the money to go buy it. I, in our restaurant, y'all would laugh if you went to the restaurant. I mean, it's got, I mean, it would fit in in Burgall down the river after the flood. We'd fit right in. But, but um, here we are. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, 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 come. I hate for y'all to go back and sit down because you need, need to grab a hold of the rope. Multiplication. 
There was a word I got this morning from uh, Mama Hauser. <laughs> she said multiplication, so it's happening. Thank you. See, things are happening. What's that? Amen. So, there was another group that came and stayed. They're not Christian. And Andreas had a book sitting there. It was called uh, Jesus Christ is the Best Psychologist. It was the title. It's in Portuguese. And that was the title of the book. And it's just sitting here, sitting there. We throw stuff all around in the restaurant. And we, oh, thank you, Christine. And this girl, one of the girls kept reading that book. You know, and then she put it down and go, and they go to the beach or whatever. And then the next morning, we give uh, egg, bread, and some fruit and coffee every morning. So if you come, you get that free. Um, <laughs> now, if you come, you get to stay free. <laughs> but the girl kept picking that book up. And then she said, can I buy that book? And I said, well, I don't know. I have to ask Andrea. <laughs> it's her book. <laughs> you see. Jesus is the best psychologist in the world. And I, I found out the price and agreed, okay. And then uh, later I said, well, why are you interested in that book? And she said, well, I'm a psychologist. She was a Mozambican from Berra, the place that got hit by the hurricane. And she was a psychologist, not profounding a, to be a Christian, but that thing was connecting making disciples indirectly counts just being letting it ooze out being around it there's a lot of people that are travelers backpackers that have been coming through there this thing's getting ready to go crazy now i'm telling you we're we're not doing much now i mean it looks pretty bad because i don't you know i don't have power and there's bugs and and people still come and some people leave they come and go you don't have air conditioning <laughs> we're not staying here and they, uh, it, 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 and they leave but <laughs> it's true. It's sad, but uh, the the benefits that that are going to benefit these people, we hadn't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't know it was actually going to happen, and because I told the government, you know, yeah, we'll do it. And I drew an architectural plan and turned it in, and then they approved it. And I never thought we'd have to do anything. I thought everybody would just overlook it and and it'd be gone. Well, Mozambique's changing. They, they discovered natural gas is supposedly the second largest natural gas deposit in the world now. Northern part where Pemba is, north, north of Pemba, where the cyclone hit, the second cyclone hit in this area. And it's making Mozambique change. There's been coal that they're digging inland near where y'all went, near Tete. Um, yeah, she's saying the best the biggest natural gas deposit in the world. Um, coal is coming out of Tet to a port that's really close to me. And the road, the corridor, railroad and a highway are only an hour away from me if I was a bird. But it's close by. So suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, that area where I'm at is exploded. And all the land is occupied. When we got there, there was nobody there. And Andrea was praying, we're going to have power. Y'all going to have power. We're going to have clinics and schools. And Well, they do have a clinic now. A five-star resort built down from us, and they ran power. They bought the power poles. They bought the wires, and they ran power through the village so they could have power. The village has power. And everybody thanked Andrea. Thank you. <laughs> now, I don't even know where I was going with that one. 
Give me a minute. I forgot where I was going. So, anyway. I think God is with us. I know he's with y'all. We pray, ask, God does it, and many times it's not through our hands. And, and that's what I believe with all my heart, that this lodge that suddenly is, the area is popular now. The president of Mozambique has built uh, a vacation home five miles away. Uh, everybody wants that area where I'm at, thus the court cases that, are, that have come up against me. Victory, victory, I'm not even going to worry about it. Uh, there's crazy things that have happened to me and to Andrea. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't Andrea got attacked by a dog in Brazil. Uh, her family's dog attacked her. I mean, like, really bad attacked her. Um, things to discourage us, intimidation. And that's the spirits that are here. Jealousy. Jealousy is going to ruin you if you let it. If you look around and you're jealous, if, if, Bishop starts getting jealous of Bill's anointing. Huh. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to get you. It's going to kill you. So you have to take what, you, what God has given you and go rake that garden. And, and quit worrying about the one beside you. And, and intimidation in Mozambique. I've seen these things in Mozambique. Like, wow, Mozambique's got this. And Mozambique's got that. But it's here. It's human nature. It's human beings. It's not a country. It's a spirit. It's spirits. And they're trying to intimidate me. They can't believe I'm still there. I have, I have Muslim officials, if they're streaming, amen, um, that, that come to me from my village. I mean, the village, you know, you, you, you put on clean clothes and now you're official. I mean, you, you're more official than you were yesterday because you're, 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 you're trying. You're dressing up a little bit. And you have to respect that. And... One came to me and said, Kent, we got them by Allah, and you got them by Jesus. They're not going to get us. They're not going to win. We could theologically discuss this and debate it and go on and on and on. But I go, amen, amen, because he's communicating with me. I have people stop me and ask me, is Jesus God? Questions, real questions that we, and, and my answer was, he was the son of God, and I didn't get to finish, And he was because he was so happy just to hear that that he went away. But I didn't finish. I said, well, he was the son of God, came with divine power as part of God. And he didn't hear that. He'd already, he got what he wanted. Okay, he's not God. He's the son of God, and, and went away. But it's interaction. It's things happening because we're there, because we're hanging around. We're sticking around. So... Um, Andrea, was anything now to follow, follow, or I'll tell you what I'm going to I said, if Andrea don't have anything to speak, we're, I'm going I'm to bring her to, a, to the ground. There, there's so many things I, I wish I had. The next time I'm here, I'm going to, and, and I thought of this this time, but I'm going to do a sit-down, smaller group, and go through the sides and, and explain, because this thing is just scattered, and I feel like, when I first got here, and y'all prayed for me the, the, the night of healing, and they wanted to know what I needed prayer for, and I was like, I can't have it to see There's so many things that I need prayer for, I couldn't, I couldn't pick one. Uh, at the men's group, Tom said, well, tell us about something. And I went, 
where do I start? You know? <laughs> and then uh, uh, Doug started praying. Uh, we, they were all praying for me, and they were praying, and, and he said, in a, lo- a new land cruiser, in a new land cruiser. Well, what he didn't know is I don't want a Land Rover. I want a land cruiser. <laughs> because, because the Land Rover used to be the truck of, Mozam- or of Africa. Now it's a land cruiser because it's Toyota, it's parts, and yeah. So I was receiving that. So there's so many things that's happening. I'm excited. I'm, I want everybody to get some prayer because the same thing is with, with you. you. You have some things you're hoping for. You have some things that, that you may not have enough faith to have or that you, it's not working out yet. And, and I think that's where we are right now, that there's a lot of hope for, there's, there's faith for things that aren't seen, and we have to increase that faith. We have to, to, to stay firm. We have to stay strong. Um, I have... I have power in all the houses. I, I believe that that anchor was set and firm and secure in the hope that I can have faith that I'm going to have power in all the houses. Because I've been saying this stuff for a long time, and it's starting to happen. That I can have showers, gravity-fed showers, that a container is going to be shipped from the United States. I've talked about it for 16 years. A container full of stuff is going to be shipped to Mozambique for us. Bill wants air conditioning, that running water, that, that there's going to be victory over all the corruption because Mozambique can't grow. The United States can't grow with corruption in the way. If corruption gets out of the way, righteousness can have the way. Salvation for all the people that are attacking me. The corrupt people. If they have salvation, they're going to stop attacking. There's the answer. I don't have to win. God has to win. The Land Cruiser. 80%. I'm just going for 80%. Self-funded. Within two years. I'm hoping. I'm hanging on to this rope. I'm hoping for it. Paul was a tent maker. I'm moving into tent making. Maybe I'm going to go back and get a theological degree. I don't know. But right now, I'm working, and I'm making some tents, and I'm fine. I feel good about it. Um, we're going to be, Andrea said this 15 years ago, we're going to send missionaries. We're going to be a sending agency. And, they, and when she said that, I was I'm like, I can't, we can't even send ourselves. But you know what? Now I'm saying it. We're going to be a sending agency. We're going to send missionaries all over the world. We're going to send missionaries to downtown Wilmington. We're going to send missionaries anywhere local, not just global. But we're going to be a sending agency. Release. What else? We're going to, wait, a minute, wait a minute. We're going to have funds to be able to have more regular flights home. Two years is too long. This church is going to be blessed to overflowing. Amen. In Jesus' name. It's a declaration. It's a Amen. hope. Now, I'm going to grab the line. Go ahead, Andrea. I'm on, I'm on my hope. Go ahead. 
nós nós somos a esperança eu creio we are the hope para muitos for many people nós somos we are porque nós estamos ancorados em Jesus because we're anchored in Jesus e é isso que nós temos que tomar posse. So we have to take possession over this. Nós não podemos é, tirar nosso foco de Jesus. We can't take our focus off of Jesus. Porque nós somos. Because we are. Ele aqui. Him here. Nós somos a porta. Hmm? A porta por onde Ele entra nos lugares. We are the door where He walks into places. Por que que Deus não tira nós lá de Moçambique. Porque nós somos a porta por onde Ele entra naquele lugar. Because E Ele ama aquele povo. And he loves those people. Ele ama aquelas pessoas. He loves those people. De uma forma que nós não temos como entender. Nós and não entendemos. He loves them in a way that we don't even understand. E Ele precisa de nós. And he needs us. Então, nosso Deus precisa de nós. So our God needs us. Jesus precisa de nós. Jesus needs us. Então, nós temos que entender que nós somos importantes, sim. So we have to understand that we are important. Onde você vai? Where you go? Você está levando Jesus. You're taking Jesus. Você está levando o Espírito Santo. With the Holy Spirit. E Deus pode fazer algo por meio de você. And God can do work in your midst. Naquele lugar. In that place. Nós não somos qualquer coisa. We're not just anything. Qualquer pessoa. Whatever. We're not just whatever. Nós somos os carregadores da glória. We're the carriers of. E nós precisamos não perder essa visão da nossa identidade. So we can't lose this vision of our identity da nossa identidade. Of our identity. E não sou só eu e ele. Not just nós me or todos. Her, us. Porque nós todos temos o Espírito Santo Because em nós. We all have the Holy Spirit. E o Senhor tem um propósito para nós. And the Lord has a purpose for us. E nós estamos vivendo um momento maravilhoso. We're living in a marvelous moment. Nós temos um presidente aqui neste país. We have a president here in this country. Que está orando. That's praying. Lê a Bíblia. He's reading the Bible. Deus, aquilo que nós oramos, Deus já fez. What we pray, God has done. Nós estamos vivendo isso no Brasil. We're seeing this in Brazil. E nós estamos orando por Moçambique. We're praying for Mozambique. Porque nós queremos. Porque aquele povo também merece. We, we want it for Mozambique, and those people deserve it. Ter um presidente, ter governantes que, que temem a Deus. A president that, and the government That, that fears God. Aquele povo merece isso. They deserve this. Todos os povos do mundo merecem isso. All the people in the world deserve this. Ter oportunidade. The opportunity. De viver um governo de justiça. To have a government of justice. Ter acesso a alimentos. To have access to, to, to food. Ter acesso a coisas. To things. Que, todo, que no, a maioria do mundo tem. That most of the world already has. E Deus sofre. And God suffers porque Deus vê a criação dele, because, aqueles que Ele criou sofrendo. Because God sees His creation suffering. E Ele sofre, gente. And they suffer. Né? E eu, eu sou, eu, eu, é um privilégio. It's a privilege. Poder sofrer. To suffer. Também. As well. Para que alguém possa conhecer. For someone to know Him. Esse Deus que eu conheço. 
meu maior desejo é que aquele povo conheça esse Deus conheça esse Jesus esse Espírito Santo como eu conheço é o meu maior desejo e eu sofro muito porque eu ainda não vi acontecer naquele lugar o que eu realmente quero que é o Espírito de Deus é explodir ali de uma maneira que todos vejam que eles recebam este poder e que eles conheçam esse Deus que ama eles verdadeiramente então eu já tentei tantas coisas I've already tried many things nas minhas forças in my power. faz 16 anos que eu oro 16 I've been para, que, para que muitos ali se entreguem verdadeiramente a Jesus That, uh, would para que eles é, se rendam a Jesus That they would se abram Jesus. a Jesus eu sei que Deus está fazendo muita coisa que eu não vejo. Eu gostaria de ver muita coisa. Né? Eu gostaria que é, levar as igrejas. Eu estava agora no Brasil e eu estava em uma igreja tão maravilhosa lá, frequentando. E eu queria, eu ficava orando, falando, Jesus, eu quero esta igreja lá. I was saying, Jesus, I want this church there. Na ilha de Moçambique. In the, the area of Ilha de Moçambique. Na ilha de Moçambique. In the island of Moçambique. Aquela igreja. In that Aquele church. louvor arrebatador. The, the worship was, the drummer was unbelievable. Todo o louvor arrebatador, aquela coisa maravilhosa, aquele louvor. The whole worship was just out of this world. Você entra naquele lugar, oh, parece que você está no céu. Place, like e eu fiquei, aqueles, não, aqueles, aquele monte de instrumento. So aquela igreja totalmente, aquela coisa, parece que você está num, num show de, num estádio. Like é. E eu pensando, Jesus, eu queria isso aqui em Moçambique. Jesus, Lá na ilha. Right Aqueles jovens todos. Não tem como não receber de Deus entrando. Really e, e, e eu fiquei sonhando com isso. E eu fico pensando, Jesus, quem, quem vai lá? Jesus, quem vai lá e fazer isso? E fico convidando as pessoas, 16 anos. Nós estamos convidando a Igreja de Cristo. A Igreja de Cristo. E estamos pedindo para missionários ir, para quem quer ir, servir lá. Para ajudar. E por enquanto estamos só nós dois lá. Então, em muitos momentos, isso me traz muita frustração. Quando não tem dinheiro, quando as coisas não acontecem. Mas eu sei que Deus está fazendo algo. E agora, uns meses atrás, é, Deus tocou no meu coração. Ele falou assim, por que, que você quer que alguém faça? Uh, why do you want somebody else to do it? Você pode fazer. You can do it. Então, às vezes, aquilo que a gente pensa que outros podem fazer so sometimes what melhor we think do that que others nós, can do better than us, nós podemos. We can do it. 
E Deus me lembrou de umas promessas. And God reminded me of some promises. Do passado lá na minha vida. In my life in the past. E que agora eu tenho eu tô começando a acreditar. Now I'm starting to believe. E eu comecei a orar. And so I started to pray. Senhor, eu quero. Lord, I want. O Senhor pode. You can do it. E eu já comecei a pedir para Deus. So I started asking God. Falei, Senhor, eu quero um jet. I want a jet. Eu quero. That's a new one. I'm not quite there yet. Eu quero. Eu quero. This morning I was starting to get there. Eu Today. quero. Jet. So I said, e we need a pilot. We got have pilot. E há muitos anos atrás, muitos anos atrás, eu estava orando com a minha mãe. A lot of years ago, I was praying for my mother. Não, não, junto com ela, nós duas. I was praying duas, with her, with ajoelhada my orando. Mm -hmm. E fala, ajoelhada orando. I'm still laughing about the pilot. Não vou deixar um, você andar no meu avião. Okay, <laughs> I was I was on my knees praying with my mother. E ela estava orando, eu orando. We were praying. I was praying. She was praying. Yeah. E de repente ela parou, sentou. And suddenly she stopped and sat up. E falou para mim. Hum, Deus falou comigo agora. God spoke to me now. Ele disse que filha você vai ter até avião. Child, you're gonna have even an airplane. Deus falou para mim você vai ter até avião. You're gonna have an airplane. Então <laughs> chegou a hora. <laughs> Eu vou ter. Obrigado. Quero tocar? Amém. You want to play? Então, gente, quem vai levar Daniel, missionários para as nações sou eu mesmo. I'm sorry. Quem vai levar missionários para para as okay. nações? So who's going to take mich uh, missionaries on missions? Me. Eu. 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 Amém. Me. Deus começou a mostrar. Hmm? Deus começou é, por isso no meu coração. Tudo isso que você fica desesperada para que outros façam. Você mesmo pode fazer. Amém. E eu vou Amen. fazer. Amen. Eu vou fazer em nome de Jesus. Em nome de Jesus. Amém. Porque eu tô aqui, Senhor. Porque estou aqui, Senhor. I'm here, Lord. Pode me usar. You can use me. Pode me usar. You can use me. Amém. Amen. Para que eu seja este canal. This is a signal. Para que eu seja, para eu ser este canal. Para I can eu be ser. that channel. Amém. Amen. E é assim que nós todos aqui temos que pensar. That's how we all need to think here. Porque para Deus não tem impossível. Because for God, he don't have impossible. Mas nós limitamos ele. But we limitamos Deus. Limit God. Nós limitamos Deus. We limit God. E nós atrapalhamos Deus. We disturb the plan. Nós paramos Deus de we agir. We stop God to move. Porque a gente sofre. Because we suffer. Porque pensa que Deus pode fazer True, né? Pelo outro. Because we think por God can do, do it through outro. somebody else. Mas não por meio de nós. But not through us. E na verdade, e a verdade é, às vezes Deus quer fazer por meio de nós. Many times God wants to do it through us. Entenderam? Então nós somos esses canais. We are that channel. Não tem impossível. There's no impossible. Não tem impossível para Deus. Mm -hmm. 
Não tem. Amen. Não tem. E Deus ama a mim, ama você. God loves me, he loves you. No, do mesmo jeito. The same way. Nós temos o mesmo valor. Same value. E o que nós precisamos é falar com Deus. What we need to do is talk to God. Senhor, estou disponível. I'm available. Eu, eu quero ser aquilo que você quer que eu seja. Sim, e eu quero ser aquilo que você quer eu seja. Não tudo ser, be, você be. ser, você ser. Uh -huh. Entende? Não fazer. To be. É. Yeah. Então Deus quer isto. God wants that. Amém, gente? Amen. Nós temos um lugar God neste corpo de Cristo. We need to be the body of Christ. Nós temos um lugar We have our place. onde Deus quer nós. Where God wants us. Onde Ele quer nós fluir. Where he wants us to flow. Fluir o Espírito Santo. With the Holy Spirit. Amém? Amen. E nós somos esta igreja. We are that church. Amém? Então vamos crer juntos. Let's do it together. Vamos crer juntos. Let's want to do it together. Crer, believe juntos. Believe. Vamos Acreditar. Amen. Amém? Amen. Aí, dá para estar sentado. If you guys would sit down here, um, it's it's difficult. I'm not letting go of the rope. To remember to pray <laughs> once um, once they head back, and we kind of get busy. Senta. And so I think my sense is if you would commit to regularly pray for them. Maybe yeah. get one of their cards and put it somewhere that you see it on a regular basis. Even, even an email. An email, I'll send, I'll stay in contact by email. So if you would commit to be one of those who would pray on a regular basis that God would, one, protect them and also fulfill the dreams that are in their heart, why don't you come grab hold of the rope? And we're just going to come into agreement. We're going to pull the rope together that we're going to pray that God is going to... Will you grab the rope? When, when I see... Um, When, when, you, when you meet some of the poor children and the poor people there and you see what's going on, it's, it just burns in your heart. I remember my first trip to Mozambique. It changed me forever. When we were in uh, Mutarara and I saw the dying babies when the river had overflowed the Zambezi, I made a commitment to God at that point. As long as I'm pastor, I'll never change the subject on missions ever again. And we've been faithful you've been faithful and the elders have been faithful so i want us to agree to pray maybe our uh, we could have a couple of guys somebody play the guitar guys or just uh, sing I just want to pray a protection one we thank you for what you've already done and what you are doing and god we pray now that the dreams that are in their heart you would fulfill those dreams so god we thank you for your covering and protection as As the church comes alongside and we pull the rope, prayers will be the most important. I know we need to have substance and provision for them. And God, we thank you for that Land Cruiser and the air conditioning and the solar panels. That you, when the church came together, was able to give them the solar panels. But now, Lord, we thank you for running water, however you'll do that. So, Lord, we pray that the lodge would become this place of a respite, a place where the living water flows. And Lord, I pray protection over them as the court cases unfold, those that are trying to take away the land and 
to destroy their marriage, destroy their health. God, those are of none effect now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. Put the fear of the Lord over those. Lord, I ask you to mark the property. Can't you feel you like you're supposed to go back and you're supposed to walk the land again? And you're supposed to mark the boundaries. Put it on fire in the blood of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you. Let it be a sacred place. That all the places where witchcraft and generational stuff is broken. So Lord, we thank you now. We just come before you and we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Would you just pray now as intercessors? Just pray that God will cover them. Right now, just pray in your, just make an intercession. Lift them into the third heaven right now. Kenshi and Andrea. Lord, we bring them into the courts of the third heaven right now. We ask that you would release justice and mercy, protection and covering, salvation, a pouring out of those children. There'll be more school supplies. It'll be an open place that healings, anointings, that the dead would be raised. We know what happened with Heidi when the dead started being raised, when they started bringing the Muslim children and the dead were raised. God, I thank you now, Father, that there is going to be a release of supernatural protection, provision, and miracles in the name of Jesus. All the blind people, I remember Heidi prayed for a year for every blind, and then all of a sudden everyone she prayed for. So, Lord, we thank you now.